Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Graham, according to TalkStreamLive.com, this is the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show. Yes, indeed. Welcome back. We are live on iHeartRadio today. AMFM247.com. Tune in. iTunes. And, of course, you can find us each and every day at TalkShoe.com. Go to Gary Van Dyke. We'll see if Gary. Maybe. Food for orphans. This is Gary. Hello, Gary. It's James Lowe calling you for your radio interview. How are you, sir? How you doing, sir? Pretty good, actually. Doing well. Doing really well. We have got a, a great guest with us today. Gary Van Dyke is with us, Food for Orphans founder, and uh, he's with us live here on our big program. Now, um, Gary, talk to us a little bit about your background, and then tell us about Food for Orphans. Well, I've uh, got about a 25-year history in radio and television. I was a DJ and a news anchor and a talk show host uh, in radio. Then in television, I did a, a lot of work uh, making commercials and uh, doing voiceovers and things like that. <clears throat> I did that for 25 years, and uh, I had an opportunity to visit uh, some children's projects in South America with an organization that was very well known and when I did I was greatly touched by the pain and suffering of children now I was a father of five children myself and so I had already been my focus was already on the needs and uh, the pain of children and and now when I see that there's children out there that are suffering it was just more than I could handle, James. I just I couldn't I couldn't come home and just act like nothing had happened. And uh, I began to think about the needs of those children, especially the orphans. You know, the orphans are, are the ones that, when they wake up in the middle of the night with a nightmare, there's no one to go to. Yeah, there's no one to help them. There's no one to to, to talk them down from that painful nightmare. And when they wake up the next day, uh, if they don't live in a orphanage or in an orphan project, then they're probably out living in a field someplace or behind a building or under a car, and they're having to take care of themselves. And so they begin thinking about the food and what their needs are, and, and what, am I ever going to get food again? And those are the kids that I decided that I could do something about that. And I started Food for Orphans back in 2007. And since then, we've provided over 8 million meals to orphans around the world in 16 different countries. Fantastic. So uh, this getting this organization started, what, what was some of the, uh, I guess, growing pains that, that you had when you put this whole thing together? 
Well, in the beginning, when I start, but I decided to start Food for Orphans, I found out that I needed to uh, incorporate, and we're uh, based in Colorado. Our home office is in Colorado, so I had to incorporate in Colorado. But I had never started a nonprofit. I had never started a business before. I never incorporated. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know about licensing. I didn't know about uh, bookkeeping, and I didn't know about marketing. Uh, I, so it was all a bit of a, a new thing for me. And uh, but what I did do was I looked at the mountain ahead of me and the extremely high mountain. And I said, you know, I realize that this is going to be tough, but if I just take it one step at a time, I'll eventually make it to the top of the mountain. And so I began to work on the the incorporation, and I did the paperwork, and began to uh, I began to do the IRS uh, paperwork for the five hundred one c three. And lo and behold, we were approved by the IRS, and I had all the paperwork right. And so now we are a 501c3 and have been that way since 2007. And so we're, uh, we, were, we were faced in the beginning with not only the paperwork tri- trials and tribulations, but also the trials and tribulations of, you know, how do I, how do I fund this? all this food that that these children are going to need. And so I began to learn a little bit about, uh, about marketing and about how we can get the word out what we're doing. And, and little by little, we've been able to grow and we're, uh, oh, we're still finding new orphan projects to help around the world. And it's one of those things that, uh, I am very careful about because I want to make sure that we do the best job we can. I want to make sure that we don't waste any money, and I certainly want to make sure that the projects that we are supporting are legitimate projects, that they're doing a good job, and that they're spending the money on food, uh, and they're not wasting it. They're not skimming off the top. And so that's part of my job is to make sure that those kinds of things don't happen now how do you how do you figure out uh, the good organizations from the bad uh, give us a little bit more details on this well it is important it is important because I happen to know personally of many people who have pretended to be uh, leaders of orphan uh, orphanages uh, I've I have met men who wanted us to to find to to support them financially. That uh, they were pretending, uh, they were faking, they were skimming off the top. I had uh, one man who took me to this mud hut and said, "This is my home." I found out a few weeks later that he had a very nice house that somebody had built for him. And uh, it was one of those things that I thought, well, what, you know, why would you do that? Uh, why would you, uh, why would you lie to me? And I found out that it was because he was uh, scamming a whole bunch of Americans and taking money from them. So you have to make sure that these these orphan projects are legitimate. Make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And in some ways, we we work we work with other nonprofit organizations that are taking care of the children 
and uh, and and we have come alongside them and said, since you have already vetted them, you've already found out that whether they're legit or not. You are making sure every week that uh, you talk to them and that 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 you have, you go visit the project several times a year. And, and you're making sure that everything is right, so we don't have to do that. So I will partner with another organization, and we'll provide the money to buy the food locally in the village for that orphan project that they're supporting, and that way we can make sure that that is a legitimate project. And then we also work with missionaries that actually live in that country. Uh, and and we make sure that those missionaries are, are people that we can trust, and we meet with them quite often and talk to them quite often, and we make sure that uh, they do things like instead of giving the orphanage the money, they buy the food on our behalf in the local community, and they deliver the food right to the orphan project. That makes sure that there is no money being skimmed off the top, makes sure that no one can do anything wrong, and uh, that puts the missionaries in front of the orphanage, in front of the children, and in front of the leaders every week so that they can keep an eye on it to make sure that everything's going the way it should be going. And we really haven't had too much problem, James. It's it's it, it does happen occasionally, but it's extremely rare. Uh, the people that run orphanages, they're really my heroes, because they're none of them are professional. They're all just a mom and a pop operation. They're all just uh, where children have. Uh, uh, our parents have died uh, that live next door, and those children needed a place to stay. So they just said, well, come over here with us and stay with us. And then a few months later, somebody else dies down the street. They've got three more kids, and so they say, well, just come on over here. We've already got these other ones, and you know, now you've got an orphanage. And that's how these orphanages grow. I, I know of one orphanage that right now has got 100 children, in their home, they they keep adding they keep adding on rooms to their home, and it's kind of a lot easier to do it there in Africa than it is here because they actually make the brick right there in their on their on their property. They make the bricks by hand and then stack them and make a room out of it. It's not fancy, it's not pretty, but it gives it, it makes sure that those kids are not living on the street. Yeah, we, we've got, uh, for instance, James, we've, we've got a project in Peru, way up high in the mountains of Peru in Ayacucho, where uh, the orphanage up there was contacted by the local uh, police department, and they said, we have found two children. They're about seven and nine years old, I believe, if my memory is right, seven and nine. He said these children were living under a car, outside the local uh, food market, the local farmer's market, you know, where the farmers would come in, oh, yeah. set up a table, sell their, sell their vegetables and fruits. Well, what they would, these children, the reason why they were there is because uh, every morning they would sweep out the market to get ready for the customers to come in, and these two children would go over to that pile of dirt and trash on the floor and pick out little pieces of food and eat them. And that was how they were surviving and not surviving very well. 
But because we were able to support this orphanage, they they made a commitment to the to the court and said, bring them here and we'll take care of them. Food for Orphans is going to provide the food for them and we'll find a bed for them. And so that's the kind of children that Food for Orphans is helping. And those are the kids that that really need help. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast and uh, joins us today here on Skype Audio, Gary Van Dyke. He started and is running an international charity that feeds thousands of orphans. And he joins us today here in our big broadcast. Now, you have helped a lot of folks. Uh, do you have any stats? Do you keep stats on, on how many people that, that you guys help and, and take care of and everything? And Well, it, it, it always changes. James, because we are food for orphans is we're not a foundation where you know I have I'm I'm a a rich guy where I've got lots of money and I'm just wanting to distribute it. That's not who we are. We're a charity. We we depend on the gifts and generosity of donors, and uh, and we uh, we're basically a pipeline in that money comes in one end and we redirect it out the other end to the orphan projects that need the help. And so uh, it's it's a little bit, uh, it's, it's a challenge. It's really a challenge. And if it wasn't for donors, go on to our website, uh, foodfororphans.org, uh, and making that donation, we wouldn't be able to do this. So uh, we have to, we need to, we need their help. Now, how exactly do uh, do 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 folks? Uh, you know, do do, they, do you prefer money? Do you prefer supplies? What, what, what do you prefer as far as help goes? As far as donations or, yeah, or what yeah, we give, yeah. do, do, donations. Somebody, yeah, yeah, if somebody wanted to help Food for Orphans, the best way is with uh, a financial donation, and the reason why is that. Uh, if we ship, if if we let's say a company came to me and said, "Look, we've got uh, you know fifty thousand cans of corn," well, that'd be great, but somebody has to pay that twenty five thousand dollars to ship it overseas. <laughs> yes, and uh, it's it is expensive. We have done that before because we've had crisis situations where we had to ship a one of those big long forty foot containers. We've done probably a dozen of those. Uh, and ship those overseas, and it takes a couple of months for it to get there, and uh, sometimes it gets uh, broken into, sometimes it gets uh, stolen, sometimes the government at the, at a border will say, you uh, or the border guards would have, will say, you need to pay us money before we let it through the border. So there's lots of reasons why we don't like to ship the food from here to there. The, one of the biggest things I think is that the food's not fresh. It has to be. It has to be something like rice or something like that, where it's where it's canned products, which is very heavy, or it has to be something dry like rice. So what we prefer to do is develop a relationship with that that orphan project, and either through a third party like another orphan, another organization like us, or a missionary that it lives in the community. But uh, it, or we will do it directly to the orphanage. But we will send them uh, money every month and let them buy the food locally in their community. Now this does a couple of things. 
Uh, first off, it provides the orphanage an opportunity to buy the food they need when they need it. So we don't want to waste food. We don't want food that's that's going to be uh, spoiling because it's fresh. And we want to be able to give them an opportunity to buy the food when they need it and the kind of food they need. Because we don't want to be sending them food and or making them buy food that they're not used to, that they that they don't like, that it's not part of their normal diet. So we make sure that they get an opportunity to buy the foods that they would normally eat, and uh, we provide them. <clears throat> we we do an inspection of their of their homes, of the orphanage, of the kitchens, of their storage, of their if they have if they have electricity. Do they have a refrigerator? How often does the electricity go out? How old is the refrigerator? Do they have a freezer? Do you have a good kitchen? Do you have adequate you know, serving utensils. Do the, do the children eat on plates? Do they do they have to eat with their hands? You know, uh, do we teach them how to wash their hands? Do we teach them how to brush their teeth? Those kinds of things are that's important. So we like to we like to let them buy the food locally. Not only because they get the fresh food, but also because an orphanage is normally not liked by the community. They consider it an albatross around their neck. They consider it to be a pain in the butt because those children do not contribute to the economy, the local economy. They don't do any shopping. They don't go to the stores and spend money. Uh, they don't hire people for, for jobs. They're just children. And so the orphanages are usually not liked by the local community. But when we support them and send them money on a monthly basis to buy food, now they've got a reason to like the orphanage because it is stimulating the local economy. It is putting cash into the local circulation of the economy. They're spending money at the stores. They're spending money with the farmers. They're spending money because there's more children now. Usually, usually there's the, we, because of our participation, they're able to actually increase the number of children that they that they take care of. So now there's more children being taken care of. There's more money being spent for those children, and so. When we send them money to buy food, it not only does it help the children, but it helps the local economy as well. I think that is fantastic. And uh, the way you explain that is just amazing, by the way. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. Gary Van Dyke joins us here on our broadcast. Now, uh, partnering with different organizations uh, the way that you do, uh, you just mentioned that uh, you, you go in and you, and you check out, you know, different orphanages and, and different, different places and things. So who are some of the other organizations that you partner with? Uh, we partner with Vision Trust uh, International. Uh, we have partnered with uh, Compassion. We've partnered with we've partnered with, uh, uh, and I don't remember their names because there's there's been uh, quite a few of them, and it's been a while since we've partnered with with some of them. And uh, uh, I'm sorry, I I. Oh no, no 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 no! It's no. I just I just was wanting to have you kind of spotlight some of the other folks that you work with and some of the different people that 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 you're you're involved with. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I, I wish I had those names in front of me, and and I'm sorry I I don't I don't think of that very much because I let staff take care of those issues, 
and uh, I want to make sure that uh, you know that, that we're that we've established a good relationship with this organization, these organizations, and their organizations that we can trust because we can trust them. I really don't. I just kind of put it on on auto drive because I don't have to worry about them. Well, I, I think know that's that they're awesome. taking care of business. So yeah, it, it works out good. It works out real good. So talk to me about some of the other. You mentioned you let a lot of the staff uh, deal with different things. Talk to me about some of the different people that are that are working with you and some of the people on your staff and and how much staff do you have for something like this? Well, we are a small organization. Um, and we've uh, we've cut our staff down to the bone because we felt that uh, you know some of our some of our uh, work being done was a bit redundant, and we found new ways to do a better job, and we found a ways that we could contract out things like bookkeeping that uh, as uh, contractors can do that cheaper than we could staff. Uh, we've we've we were doing uh, food packing events with major corporations and churches and schools around the country, and we have stopped doing that because the cost of shipping that food got to be so high. So that's a whole department that we no longer have. So right now we are down to a bare bone staff, and I do the majority of the work myself, other than the things that we contract out. We have got Gary Van Dyke with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. So um, talk to me about your social media and websites and everything. Oh, yeah, this is, you know, this is, uh, I love the the new social media. I think it's fantastic. Uh, Yes, we are on Facebook at, uh, you know, the the slash, facebook.com slash uh, food for orphans. And that's Four is F O R, so with a, a, a S at the end of orphans. So it's food for orphans, one word. That's Facebook, and our website is uh, foodfororphans.org. And if you go there, you can find out about us. You can communicate with us. You can make a donation, and uh, the donation is. It's, it's, let me let me tell you what what the donation goes for. We have found that it's, it cost us on average about thirty seven cents per meal for an orphan. And that's different countries have varying amounts, so we've averaged internationally. So about thirty seven cents. That means that if somebody wants to make a donation of thirty three dollars a month, they'll be feeding three orphans every day. $44 a month will feed four orphans every day. $55 a month will feed five orphans every day. And another way that they can reach us is a toll-free phone number. It's 888-242-0069. 888-242-0069. And the operator will take your donation, take your information. They're, they're, they're on call 24 hours a day. They're waiting for people to call. And uh, that's the phone number that uh, we use in our marketing. And so that way that uh, if you don't want to go to the website and do it, if you just call that number, the operator will do it for you, 888-242-0069. And we do love to hear from people. And uh, I am available for 
speaking engagements, and um, people can contact me through the website. Fantastic. Well, uh, I appreciate you spending as much time as you did with us today, my friend, and uh, I definitely want to have you back, and uh, good luck with everything. Thanks for doing this. Well, thank you. Thank you, James. I've enjoyed it. You have a great afternoon. Definitely. You too. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate all the work you're doing. Gary Van Dyke with us today. And uh, we are going to take a time out and come back with more here on our big program. There's a Transmedia Worldwide. A fantastic Kickstarter has launched. Now, we've been talking about this Kickstarter all month on our radio program here. And they use high-fidelity earplugs. And uh, I'll tell you, this is going to explode. They have got great products out here. They're frustrated when it comes to these little keychain canisters all sorts of different things. So they've created ear condoms, laser cut, hand stitched. Each one of these leather pouches from recycled upholstery scraps. This little, these little uh, skeleton holders are for uh, 3D printed and earplugs, and they're rated 27 dB of volume reduction. I'm blown away by the quality of these. These are fantastic. Check out their Kickstarter. It's K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Ear Condoms. Kickstarter.com. Search Ear Condoms. And they're absolutely amazing. We've ordered some ourselves here for the station. And they're absolutely, absolutely amazing. Check out K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Ear Condoms and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Physicians, clinics, mental health practices, and others in the medical field. Guardian Billing is available to handle your medical billing. Guardian Billing have both long and short-term solutions and can handle all aspects of billing, including insurance verification and claim submission, as well as the appropriate handling of rejections and denials. No medical practice can survive without a medical billing service, and Guardian Billing will help you understand and control your revenue cycle for maximum profitability. Guardian Billing has solutions to fit every budget. With Guardian Billing, you and your staff can spend less time on billing and more time focusing on your patients. What are you waiting for? Contact Guardian Billing today at 612-730-3502 and online guardianbill.com. Guardian Billing, offering long and short-term medical billing solutions as well as EHR software and insurance website training. Guardianbill.com. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are coast to coast and boat on the boater on Talk America Live. iHeartRadio today, 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Twitch live stream on Sunday for the Sunday radio broadcast. The mix on Tuesdays. Build, grown, and joy. And of course, iHeartRadio. We have got a fantastic, fantastic guest coming up here in just a few moments. But let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia World. Worldwide. These folks are absolutely amazing. 
timberry.us. Holy patroness of those in need. St. Rita, so humble, pure, and patient, whose pleadings with the divine spouse are irresistible. Obtain for me from thy crucified Christ my request. Be kind to me. For the greater glory of God, and I promise to honor thee and to sing thy praises forever. O glorious Saint Rita, who didst miraculously participate in the sorrowful passion of our Lord Jesus Christ, obtain for me the grace to suffer with resignation the trouble of this life and protect me in all my needs. Amen. Check out timberry.us. That's T-I-M-B-E-R-R-Y dot U-S. And tell them, you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. I have James on line. Good morning, Bill. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, thank you. I trust you are as well. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, tell us about this latest project, my friend. This has been a fun project but it's also been a very, very serious project. Um, this uh, book, The Madoffs Among Us, uh, is the culmination of what uh, has been my career. I've worked in financial services for the past uh, three decades, and so many financial advisors, they were really doing the right thing for their clients. But James, every once in a while, we got a bad guy out there, and, and God forbid we're in the company of that bad guy, because he or she's going to make off with a lot of money. So I wrote a book and how to maybe recognize some of these people and what to do uh, if, if, if you uh, find yourself in their company. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live talking a little bit about his latest book. Now, what do you want readers to take away from your writing? Well, I want them to understand that everybody is a target. If you have money... God bless you, someone's going to be trying to separate you from those hard-earned dollars. It's very important to understand that there's a lot of bad guys out there, and they have one goal and one goal only, and that is to steal and to rob from you. So we have to be aware of these people. We have to be aware of the many opportunities that they take, and we have to be prepared to combat them, to push them back, and make sure not only we are safe, but our loved ones are safe as well. Bill Frank Revila with us today. He joins us live here in the broadcast. He's got a fantastic, fantastic new book. Now, uh, what are some of the different reviews and uh, feedback and criticism you've gotten on the book so far? Uh, you know what? It's been very positive. Uh, I've been uh, humbled and flattered because uh, people say, you know, Bill, this is very readable, and uh, I get it. Uh, it. It's broken down in terms that I can understand. Uh, secondly, there's a lot of people who are kind of horrified. Oh my goodness, I didn't realize that this problem was quite as enormous as you suggest. And uh, lastly, um, they're appreciative of some of the fundamentals that I include in the book that hopefully will help people hold on to their money and prevent scams from taking place. So I've, I've, been, I've been very flattered. We're having good success with our, our book sales and I love I love speaking to engaged hosts on the radio because this is such an efficient way to get the message out. We, we, we can all be victimized. There's a, a gentleman who is purported to be the scam artist of the 20th century. His name was Simon Lovell. Simon Lovell made a 
millions of dollars from lots of people. Uh, he got caught, he went to jail, and he did his time, and he came out and started writing books. And I, I, I'll never forget what he said in one of his books. He said, I love it when people tell me they can't be conned, because in my mind, they're already halfway to being conned. So James, uh, a, a word to the wise, look in the mirror and tell yourself, I'm a pretty smart guy, but I can be a victim. i got to be careful. We've got a great guest with us today. Frank Avila was on our program. This book, absolutely incredible. So talk, tell me about the writing process for the book. Uh, um, say that again, James. Talk to us about the writing process for your incredible oh. book. <laughs> I started the book a few years ago, and I would uh, flirt with it as I, as I would tell my wife. Um, I, it was it was a lot of hard work. It was a lot of hard data and research until I decided I'm going to get a coach and I'm going to hire a person to keep me accountable. And this person entered my world and she was a, a woman, an older woman, about 110 pounds, and she used to beat me up. She would call me every week and she'd say, did you finish chapter five? I'd say, yes, I did, Judy. Yes, I did. Good. Now I want chapter six in seven days. So it was, it was a lot of fun to do. Um, it was a tremendous amount of research because once I started to research the scams that prevailed in the financial services industry, I noticed that there were far um, too many other types or themes of scams that were taking just as much from a lot of people. So I included those in the composition. It's over $100 billion uh, taken, stolen from Americans each and every year. And it's been suggested that that figure is woefully low because people, number one, don't know they've been scammed, or number two, they're too embarrassed to admit it. So they just don't tell anybody. So it, it, it's out there, and uh, uh, buyer beware. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. And uh, coast to coast, border to border, iHeartRadio, AMFM, 247.com, tune in iTunes. And, of course, 50-plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world, TalkShoe.com as well. Now, this book, uh, well-written. You've put a lot of research and time into it. Uh, what are some of your goals for the book? If, if I can help people hold on to their money. If I can raise the bar on a level of uh, just understanding that not everyone in financial services is an honest person and not all those robocalls or seemingly legitimate calls that come in on your cell phone are on the up and up. If I can help people give them an aha moment where they say, huh, this is exactly what Bill Frankovell wrote about in Chapter 7 of his book. I bet this is one of those grandparents' scams. Oh, I read that uh, the IRS really does not make these phone calls, and a friend of mine received a phone call from someone suggesting that they were with the IRS. That's a, that's a high point for me. I, I, I love the fact that I, I can participate in people's lives and hopefully helps them hold on to those hard-earned dollars. And there are so many, oh my goodness, there's so many uh, different themes and different stories that uh, you, you and I, James, and 
your audience could tell each other about how they've been scammed or how they were almost scammed. Do you realize that in 19, uh, 2017, less than 4% of all incoming phone calls to our cell phones were scam related? One year later, that 4% was up to 29%. And this year, 45% of all incoming calls are suspect as being scams. Now, the, the, the government, both the Republicans and the Democrats, just this past week, they forwarded some legislation that hopefully will um, at, at least minimize some of those robocalls coming in. But it is my contention that it is incumbent upon each and every individual, each and every consumer, each and every person who receives one of those phone calls or is working with a financial advisor to bring a, a, a healthy degree of not suspicion, but maybe skepticism. Prove to me that this investment strategy is going to work. Prove to me that you are legitimate and I might listen, but I just might not. So those are among the goals I have, James. Now, where do we find you online, social media, pick up the book, everything? Uh, Barnes & Noble, uh, Amazon, of course, uh, have uh, uh, copies of the book. If, if uh, your listeners would simply uh, put in Madoff Samanis, do a Google search, it'll bring you right to a source where you can get the best deal on the uh, on the book. I have a website. It's BillFrankAvella.com. You're welcome to join me there as well. Um, but I, I hope this helps start conversations between and among people, between and among family members, reaching out to the people who are most vulnerable. And, James, I, I submit that the most vulnerable segment of, of our population happen to be our older grandparents and parents may have cognitive issues, may find themselves living by themselves for the first time because they've lost a spouse, or just might be lonely. Look in and have those conversations with those loved ones. I think it's an absolute act of kindness and of love. Make sure they're not being scammed. Now, James, I have so many examples of older Americans being scammed. Uh, and it's so unfortunate because they just don't have the time to recover and to uh, find renewed sources of wealth or income. Uh, my mother, uh, she's, she's been gone for several years. She had the best response to any incoming phone call that she didn't understand. She would simply say, oh, my son takes care of all that business. Let me give you his phone number. Take it up with him. <laughs> That's awesome. Isn't that brilliant? I never, ever received a phone call because they said, I don't want to deal with this guy. He's as vulnerable as Mrs. Fantastic. Okay to do that. Fantastic. Okay to do that. Well, uh, before we let you go, what's next for you as an author? You know, I've, uh, I've looked at a follow-up book. Uh, and, and here's the crazy thing. It, it just as as often and as ferociously as we all combat these scammers, it's a running battle. So there's always new scams, and there's always new ways that people are going to try to steal our money. So it would be somewhat of a, a, a sequence to the book where I would describe some of the newer scams, some of the ones that we don't even think about. But we'll, we'll see how... I may have to get my friend Judy, the... Uh, 
<laughs> the woman who weighs 110 pounds who would beat me up if, if I didn't uh, pass in my homework and finish the chapters as she had requested. But it, it's, it's a lot of fun to do. I love speaking to audiences. It's a great deal of fun. Oh, Stu. I've now become Stu. I am now Stu. After generating a ton of acclaim on YouTube for its debut episode, Crucia is moving into a Vol series order. And that is your opportunity to take part in it. The team behind Crucia is currently running a crowdfunding campaign to put together the capital they need to produce more episodes of Crucia. And you can make a contribution right now. At once, a thrilling fantasy and an inspiring call to world peace and unity. Crucia is an animated series that has the potential to change society as we know it. By igniting a passion for doing good and building a stronger sense of community. These tales of heroism, happiness, and victory for what is right will captivate audiences far and wide, each episode expanding on the land that the titular protagonist, Crucia, and best friends call home. Check out and subscribe to Crucia YouTube channel and go to Get Funding Campaign now to be a part of this movement toward a better world for all. That's right. Go to G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E and search for Crucia. That's right. K-R-U-S-H-I-A and subscribe to the Crucia web channel on YouTube to support the cause. That's GoFundMe.com GoFundMe.com G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M and pledge to the Crucia campaign to help promote the message of unity and world peace by Katrina Marshall Cotton. Have James on the line. Incredible new marketing partner here at Transmedia Worldwide. Beauty Forever Store. Check it out today. There's always time for makeup. We're a beauty supply store that offers great prices on cosmetics and beauty care items with free worldwide shipping. We also offer two deals every week that are on deep discount, up to 70% off. Check out beautyforeverstore.co.uk. That's beautyforeverstore.co.uk. We'll spell it for you. B-E-A-U-T-Y-F-O-R-E-B-E-R-S-T-O. O-R-E dot C-O dot U-K and tell them you heard about it here Transmedia Worldwide an incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide Forever Furnishings because quality doesn't have to mean expensive Forever Furnishings is dedicated to providing quality home furnishings at affordable prices free shipping within the continuous United States on most items they only ship in the U.S. orders arrive within a few days Every, every discount bargain offer you can find is at Forever Furnishings. We hold a massive sale twice a month. Look out for them. Next sale is set to start on February 14th. During our sales, we usually offer two free with shipping items. Yep, you get that item, and all you have to pay is the shipping. Look in the navigation for free giveaway. Check out the website, foreverfurnishingsltd.com. That's foreverfurnishingsltd.com. We'll spell it for you, F-O-R-E. V E R F U R N 
Peacemaker Coffee understand the ritual of the pour over is like a meditation. There's no machine in your way, no flashing green lights, no electric power cords, just you and a few simple tools. The final cup is reminiscent of one from a drip coffee maker, but noticeably more delicate and complex. With Peacemaker Coffee, observe the bloom, experience the first trace of coffee steam. Notice how the spiral of the pour alters the final cup. This simple experience gets you in tune with your coffee. Peacemaker Coffee Company is a coffee company that supports law enforcement and knows how to make a great cup of coffee. Peacemaker Coffee is dedicated to the men and women serving in this great country of ours and to the men and women who support them. Visit their website today. PeacemakerCoffeeCompany.com On our fantastic, fantastic app, 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. We have got our next guest coming up here in a few moments, we will talk to Omar Quadrat and uh, Al Rizzoli, and of course our good friend Dan Perkins here in just a few moments. But we want to tell you about one of our great new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. We need your help. Are you a teacher? Do you know a teacher? Omar. We need teachers to join the new Teachers Marketplace at I Love to Teach 101.com. Teachers, do you have a worksheet or two that could you could smarten and sell? Teachers, do you have a super activity that you could record on your phone and sell? We let you keep 90% of the sales if you sign up as a pro vendor. We give away a significant part of our revenue to teachers in need. We help teachers in need who live in low economic countries. If you join this month, you could win $500 in cash by the end of February. All you have to do is join and earn credits to win. They're going to be having a cash bonus each and every month. Come check them out today at I love to teach 101.com. That's the letter I L O V E T O T E A C H 1. O1.com. And that's the number one, the number zero, and the number one.com. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com. Tune in. iTunes. Apple Podcasts as well. TalkShoe.com. Our daily podcast is available at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com. Twitch live stream for our Sunday radio broadcast each and every Sunday. And, of course, Talk America Live each and every Saturday. Thanks for joining us today. The Mix on Tuesdays as well. iHeartRadio, AMFM, 247.com. And build, grow, and enjoy. We have got a fantastic new marketing partner with us today. Transmedia Worldwide. I want to tell you a little bit about these folks. These guys are doing some amazing things. A brand new luxury perfume brand is coming to the market. Everyone, go follow B-E-N-I-G-N-A Perfumes for a luxury perfume. That's right. B-E-I-N-G-N-A-P. A-R-F-U-M-S. Go follow them for a luxury perfume. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. 
in a couple seconds. We are back here with a uh, great guest here on our big broadcast, iHeartRadio, also 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. And uh, great guest with us today. Go ahead and introduce yourself, my friend. Talk to us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, James. Hi, everybody. So this is Ali Master, uh, a new author of a book called Beyond the Golden Door, Seeing the American Dream Through an Immigrant's Eyes. So I'm based in North Texas. I've been an immigrant here. I came here at the age of 18, so almost 30-something years ago. And I currently also am a partner with the firm of Ernst & Young, so that's my day job. Um, so that's the short of it. Fantastic. Now, uh, tell us about this uh, incredible book here. Um, well, the book is my journey through the United States, uh, but... You know, nobody cares about learning of a memoir of an Ernst & Young partner, so I wanted to write a book. Uh, I wanted to write a book about the underlying freedoms that allowed me to thrive and succeed. And so that's what the book is about. It's about freedom and the five freedoms that drew me to the States and kept me here and allowed me to thrive. One was the freedom of failure. Uh, I talk about the freedom to love or to arrange marriage versus love marriage. I talk about the freedom of religion, uh, the freedom of entrepreneurship that I've enjoyed, and the freedom of government. So those are the five that the book traces, and it sort of challenges all of us who've been here, uh, especially those of you who've been here many years, like second, third generation, to appreciate these freedoms. We've got Ali Master with us today, Beyond the Golden Doors, the latest from him here on iHeartRadio. Now, this book is incredibly well written. Take me through the writing process for this book. Yeah, so this was, it's been sitting in my head, uh, James, since like 9-11 happened, that I was like, I need to write something to communicate to the average American that not everybody who grew up in a Muslim country hates America. Um, but life happened, got really busy, um, and then over the last three years, I really started to focus on it. I had a friend who had some relationships with Morgan James, the publisher, and I wrote a couple of chapters, um, and the book is sort of divided. It's divided between my, my life there and then things that happened to me once I arrived into America and and the disastrous results of mistakes I made. And from there, it moves to the five freedoms that allowed me to recover and rebound. And then it ends with just asking questions around where do these freedoms come from and and how can we preserve them? We've got Allie Master with us today. What do you want readers to take away from your writing of Beyond the Golden Door? Well, I'd like for them to really, there are two big themes in the book. One is the theme of freedom, and maybe they're already inspired by America and the freedoms that we enjoy, but maybe they'll be re-inspired. But I'm willing to bet for most readers, this would be a pleasant reminder of, wow, we are so fortunate, even with our problems. The book doesn't shy away from acknowledging our challenges, but it still leaves the reader with this is a very unique place that we live in and the freedom to enjoy. So that's the main theme. And the second theme is just a, a bigger plan that's in place that just like in my life, it went from point A to B, um, 
the reader might say evaluate where they are in their journey um, and look at it more from a spiritual lens as well. We've got Ali Master with us today. Beyond the Golden Door is the latest from him, and he joins us today here on AMFM 247.com. Talk to me about some of the reviews and criticism and feedback you've got on the book so far. Well, so far, it's pretty early, but so I'm getting really good feedback. Um, but at the same time, I'm eagerly waiting. You know, not everybody's going to agree with me. Uh, what's been interesting is even individuals who don't always agree with my views on, say, immigration or faith, they've been pretty positive because I think most of us can agree about some of these things I talk about and that are patriotic. So I've so far been getting pretty good reviews. We've got Ali Master with us today, Beyond the Golden Doors, the latest from him. This book is uh, a, a just a, a wealth of information. Um, talk to me about the research process for the book. Yeah, thank you for that. So I think the, the load got heavier uh, as you go into the book because, of course, one part of it is when you're writing a memoir, you, you want to have... You want to do justice to the events that happened, and and I wanted to also educate the reader on the Pakistani culture a little bit. So I had to go back and make sure that I articulate those things, and then anywhere where I sort of talk about, well, America is great because look okay. at this freedom. I, I needed to be Karen able to defend Chavitz that. Is even in- so I had to have examples of where there is the lack of freedom and compare it to the freedoms we have here in the United States. And then there was some research in also to evaluate, well, where do these freedoms come from? And so there's a chapter that focuses on our values and when the country was being formed. So I had to do a lot of research to be able to adequately document that there is enough evidence that some of the values we have do tie to some Judeo-Christian values. So I had to defend that by documenting it. So it was a... Pretty nice research project. There are about a hundred or so footnotes. We've got Alan Master with us today. Beyond the Golden Door, latest from him. Uh, what do you want uh, readers to get out of your book? Well, I think for sure inspiration, uh, especially as you election yeah, season is upon us, and there's going to be so many points of views that people are going to hear, and I think it's important for readers to educate themselves on some of the bedrock principles that, at least from my perspective, make America special and unique and and form their own opinions. So get inspired, um, appreciate the freedoms we have from an immigrant's perspective, maybe get educated also on how immigrants feel and what they go through when they come into the country, and, um, you know, just get familiar with some of the uh, different culture uh, and different perspectives. Ali Master with us today, Beyond the Golden Door. What elements did you draw upon to develop this book? Um, well, I basically had been taking notes all along. You know, I had journaled a lot, uh, James, so there's some. So I drew up on some of my journaling that I had done, um, and then I read some, you know, different different authors just to kind of read up a little bit on the history of the nation 
Um, so there, there is a lot of reading I have to do about the Constitution and some of the background, and and just getting consult with a lot of friends and share. You know, is this something that would inspire Americans? And I was getting good feedback, and then finally jumped in and was fortunate enough to get a proposal uh, approved from the publisher. Get a wrestling organization. We've got Ollie Monster with us today. He joins us live. Beyond the Golden Door is the latest from him. Give us the profile of the typical reader who's going to love your book. Well, I think the typical le- reader is probably someone who is interested. First of all, there's an entertaining story here, so anybody can get into who likes reading a story of a journey because it's got everything from, you know, romance, failure, <laughs> Redemption, uh, success. But I think if someone's interested in the nation and America and American values, um, and to read it in a very non-academic way, but more in a story way, I think they would appreciate it. Anyone interested in immigration, politics, probably would find it a welcome read. But I've also had some younger people reading it. A lot of millennials are reading it and, and giving me good feedback. Fantastic stuff. Ali Master with us today. Beyond the Golden Door is the latest from him. How does your book uh, basically help folks? Well, I think it gives you some takeaways. Um, you can you can learn from my failures and success and and realize that you know you may have gone through some hardships right in your life and we've all got different hardships we have gone through and to see how all of those came together to bring something positive uh, i think that could be beneficial uh, and if you're new to the culture or maybe you're just going through a change in your life you don't have to be an immigrant uh, everybody goes through change. The book really talks about how transformation works and how you can find your feet and eventually find your wings and find your voice. So no matter what you're going through, you could sort of take that and get some inspiration from it. Ali Master with us today. Beyond the Golden Door is the latest. What are some of your expectations for the book? Well, I didn't know what to expect, James. It was my first book. Um, you know, I'd love to get it in the hands of many people. Obviously, it would be awesome to have a bestseller, but I leave that up to the reading audience. Um, I think it's opening a door for me to do a lot more, though. It's not just about the book. It's opening a door to speak and to share. Uh, my next book is probably going to be on the subject of uh, on entrepreneurship, on how to build a business inside a business. So I kind of see this as a new path that it's creating for me. So it's more than just selling books. It's like creating a different path to impact lives. Well, before we let you go, how do we find you on social media, websites, pick up the book, everything? Sure, thanks for asking. So, yeah, books available at all the main favorite bookstores, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, so forth. Uh, people can find me on my website as well at www.alimaster, that's A-L-I, master, M-A-S-D-E-R.com. And then I'm on Facebook at author Ali Master, 
or Twitter, author Ali Master, at author Ali Master. Fantastic. Well, your book is amazing. I appreciate you making time, and uh, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Have yourself a wonderful day, my friend. There he goes, Ali Master. Incredible new marketing partner here at Transmedia Worldwide, Beauty Forever Store. Check it out today. There's always time for makeup. We're a beauty supply store that offers great prices on cosmetics and beauty care items with free worldwide shipping. We also offer two deals every week that are on deep discount, up to 70% off. Check out beautyforeverstore.co.uk. That's beautyforeverstore.co.uk. We'll spell it for you. B E A U. T-Y-F-O-R-E-B-E-R-S-T-O-R-E dot C-O dot U-K. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide, Forever Furnishings. Because quality doesn't have to mean expensive. Forever Furnishings is dedicated to providing quality home furnishings at affordable prices. Free shipping within the continuous United States. On most items, they only ship in the U.S. Orders arrive within a few days. Every, every discount bargain offer you can find is at Forever Furnishings. We hold a massive sale twice a month. Look out for them. Next sale is set to start on February 14th. During our sales, we usually offer two free with shipping items. Yep, you get that item, and all you have to pay is the shipping. Look in the navigation for free giveaway. Check out the website, foreverfurnishingsltd.com. That's foreverfurnishingsltd.com. We'll spell it for you, F-O-R-E. V-E-R-F-U-R-N-I-S-H-I-N-G-S-L-T-D.com for Furnishingsltd.com. Peacemaker Coffee understand the ritual of the pour-over is like a meditation. There's no machine in your way, no flashing green lights, no electric power cords, just you and a few simple tools. The final cup is reminiscent of one from a drip coffee maker, but noticeably more delicate and complex. With Peacemaker Coffee, observe the bloom. Experience the first trace of coffee steam. Notice how the spiral of the pour alters the final cup. This simple experience gets you in tune with your coffee. Peacemaker Coffee Company is a coffee company that supports law enforcement and knows how to make a great cup of coffee. Peacemaker Coffee is dedicated to the men and women serving in this great country of ours and to the men and women who support them. Visit their website today. PeacemakerCoffeeCompany.com on our fantastic, fantastic app, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. We have got our next guest coming up here in a few moments. We will talk to Omar Quadrat and uh, Al Rizzoli, and, of course, our good friend Dan Perkins here in just a few moments. But we want to tell you about one of our great new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. We need your help. Are you a teacher? Do you know a teacher? We need teachers to join the new Teachers Marketplace at ilovetoteach101.com. Teachers, do you have a worksheet or two that could you could smarten and sell? Teachers, do you have a super activity that you could record on your phone and sell? We let you keep 90% of the sales if you sign up as a pro vendor. 
We give away a significant part of our revenue to teachers in need. We help teachers in need who live in low economic countries. If you join this month, you could win $500 in cash by the end of February. All you have to do is join and earn credits to win. They're going to be having a cash bonus each and every month. Come check them out today at I Love to Teach 101.com. That's the letter I L O V E T O T E A C H 101.com. And that's the number one, the number zero, and the number one.com. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio, AMFM, 2107.com. Tune in. iTunes, of course, TalkShoot.com. Our daily podcast is available at JiggyJaguar.com. Find us on 50-plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. Talk America Live on the weekends. Of course, the Sunday radio broadcast, Twitch live stream as well via our website. And you can get us each and every Tuesday on the mix. And a great guest joining us here in just a few moments. But before we do that, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners, Transmedia Worldwide. The Redemption of Harry Day. It is a dark and haunting film about a retired British spy who is tracked down by the daughter of a double agent he killed during the Cold War. After years of searching for him, the daughter is now determined to confront Harry and look deep into the eyes of the man who killed her mother. Would you like to see your name or your business in the credits for this film? Well, visit the Redemption of Harry Day crowdfund on Crowdfunder UK and claim your perk today. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.